Hello, homies. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, L.L. Bean. Oh, we're also going to talk about some cryptids. You know, same old, same old thing on a homegrown horror. Welcome to the semi-annual Midnight Full Moon Rumble! In the red corner, standing at five foot ten, weighing 190 pounds, the podcast king from away, Jackson Attack Skinner! Woo! Going down. <laughs> In the blue corner, standing at seven feet tall, weighing 385 pounds, they are covered in fur and live in a hole, the Palmyra Werewolf! I want to see a clean fight. No cheap shots, no biting, and no howling. All right, tap your gloves. Ah, What did I just say? I'm feeling it. Let's do it. Moose crossings, red hot dogs, missing persons in salty bogs, up to camp with Stephen King, river curses, Wesley sings, homegrown horror. It's not a day anymore. It is nighttime. (laughs) It is. You you work, and now it's night. Yeah, it's it's only five o'clock, and it is. Well, actually, it's six o'clock, and it is dark as fuck. It's like ten (laughs) o'clock. It feels like ten o'clock. Oh wow! And winter is coming. (laughs) Winter's coming. Feel it's practically here. It's practically here. Just gotta wait for all this snow you guys like to complain about. Oh yeah, just uh, just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. Just it's gonna be you great. Wait. <laughs> um, I'll go first because my life has kind of been a bummer. Uh, my meme passed away, so yeah. um, it's been a little weird in in B world, but um, you know I swapped out my stories because I was going to tell a very uh, heavy sad story and I was like I'm gonna do werewolves instead (laughs) yeah 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 gotta liven it up yeah tell me about your week you want to dedicate this episode to Meme yeah let's dedicate this episode to Meme yeah yeah, because she's always been a dog person (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I was like I hope she liked werewolves but that works no yeah she's only ever had dogs So my, that works. My week's been fine. I got an apartment, so yeah. Stop living with you now. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to live in a doghouse. I don't live half not anymore. Thank God. <laughs> it, I kind of got used to it though after a while. Yeah. Once you figure out how to sleep in it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, you and all your little furniture. <laughs> my tiny furniture. I had to, you know, push it to one side so I could lie down. <laughs> have my I have my legs sticking out. I've actually taken the Snoopy route. Yes. And I just kind of lie on lie top, on top of, it. of it. Yep. <laughs> Snoopy approves. Snoopy approves. Uh, yeah, I got the new apartment um, in an undisclosed uh, location in Portland. Oh, and you don't want to triangulate wanna... your location? Not like you that you almost did one time. <laughs> 
We probably yeah. took that out of the episode, but yeah, straight up, like, be described exactly where she lived, and I was like, why are we doing this? <laughs> um, so, yeah, new apartment. We went axe throwing. Yeah, that was something we did. we did to kind of, like, get Life. tension out. Yeah. It was, I love axe throwing, so it made me really happy to, that was one of my, okay, we need to be a human today things that I did. Right. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm happy that you liked it. I knew you would like it, but I mean, who doesn't like to throw around an axe? Who doesn't like to drink, have pizza, and throw a sharp object at a board? It's literally one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) It was a blast. I would definitely do it again. I'm interested in the league. Me too. Yeah, they honestly, uh, they, I just saw that they're, um, the local league here, they were competing in Virginia Beach. Oh, they were actually competing. Oh, yeah. It's not just a bunch of dudes showing up and getting drunk on a Tuesday or something. I mean, it's probably partly that, but also okay. it is also a serious thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'd love to participate in a kind of ridiculous yeah. sport. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so much fun, and I'm actually kind of good at it. Like, as far as sports go, I've never been great, mm-hmm. um, but I actually am pretty decent at axe throwing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Allegra just won't let me set up targets in the backyard, so I gotta figure out a better way to practice. Well, I mean, you got an empty room here that you could, you know, you don't need one of these walls. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, just explain that to... I knew knew a kid that did that. Um, He set up a target in his room and he was, like, practicing throwing knives, but he kept hitting the wall. So, like, whole panels of his fucking, like, upstairs attic were just completely destroyed. His dad was pissed off about oh. it at some point. I'm trying to be a ninja dad. It's not a phase you don't understand. This no, is my up. ninja way. He was, in the, he was in parkour. He would set up a table and oh, would, yeah. like, practice his leaps oh, over man. it. Oh, man. I always wanted to do parkour. I'm guessing he probably mm-hmm. go, uh, he probably, like, fights crime in Cincinnati at this point or something. Like, kick ass or, like... As a cop. <laughs> I like kick-ass. No, yeah, no. He, yeah. This is not sanctioned by any authority. <laughs> he is like vigilante level. <laughs> vigilante just going. Yeah, yeah. That might, saving the day. <laughs> that might fly in Houston, I think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, they're, they're fans of uh, take action first, talk later. I mean, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Ask but... for forgiveness, not for per- permission when the guy is wearing like a mask though it seems cooler you know yeah. sort of i guess yeah. i'm if a ninja dad i told cool. you it's not a phase not a dad i am yeah. a crime fighter i am a crime fighter this is the uniform <laughs> jeez well like i said i i was gonna do there there's there's a list of topics that i have that i want to do and I was going to choose one of the ones that I've been kind of like hanging on to with yeah. bated breath. But today I am going to do a more cryptid story. Yeah. Woo. Which was suggested by our friend, uh, our friend Rain, who is all about the spook. They love the spook. I'm excited about this and it's cool to also be following up on somebody that wanted us specifically to get involved with this yes so. and for, for all you guys out there they're saying oh we've done a lot of kind of goofy episodes lately hey don't worry we'll, for all you murder freaks we'll i don't get think anybody is saying episode. that we're it's still interesting it's still cool and even when <laughs> we don't do murder 
We have cannibalism, like, in Boone Island. Yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> cannibalism, that's wacky and fun. That's wacky and fun. And uh, also, while this is about a cryptid, I would like to point out that there is a family that was affected by this. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you believe them, that's up to you. But. I'm, I'm excited to not only hear about, you said, because you told me a little bit about this, but we'll go over all the details. And even though you're saying, like, the family's affected. I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move we'll, on. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> Moving on at a fast clip. Okay. So, as far as my sources go on this, I watched a couple YouTube videos, and they all led me back to Paranormal Witness, which is a TV show that is on sci-fi. Oh, cool. And so that is going to be my main source, because... All of the other things we're pulling from this story because the family that was affected yeah tells the story okay so, so it's sort of like um there was another show that was similar to that that was just all about hauntings yes and it was like oh we're going to talk to the family and how they're affected by it and they would give their testimony so a similar kind of setup. yeah yes very similar setup that's really cool so, also, another question for you. Yeah. Did you watch the Sci-Fi Channel growing up? I did. Yeah. I sure did. Hot garbage. It was. <laughs> but I gotta say... And now some... it's S-Y-F-Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to be all trendy. They did that like 10 years ago, I think. I know, yeah. <laughs> they do have some good shows. I really like Face Off, which is... Oh, that's the prosthetics... Yes, the prosthetic yeah. makeup show. Mm-hmm. That's and cool. every so often they'll have some cool movies on there. That's how I watched the Blair Witch remake. <laughs> well, that's how I actually was introduced to Deep Blue Sea, which is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense. That's definitely the kind of content that A, you would like, and B, that would, would be, be on sci-fi. <laughs> I really love Samuel L. Jackson, how he just kind of dies immediately in that movie. <laughs> it's perfect. It's memeable. Absolutely. Iconic content. I wish that took place in Maine. There's a lot of things I wish took place in Maine. (laughs) Unlike this story, which does take place in Maine, welcome to Palmyra, located in Somerset County with a population of 1,986 as of the 2010 census. This tiny town encompasses 41.44 square miles. Wow. Tiny, tiny place. It's a baby place. It's about a 31-minute drive from Waterville, which is the home of Colby College, mm-hmm. which is, yep. that's sort of what, Pittsfield is in there too, but I think that Waterville is bigger than Pitts, Pittsfield, not Pittsfield, Pittsfield. I think Waterville is bigger, mm-hmm. and because it's a college town, and it's still not a great college town, in my opinion. Well, you I, know what they say about I went to USM, not to Colby College, <laughs> so. Isn't it labeled as, like, one of the big three out here? Colby College has, like, a decent reputation. Oh, it has a great reputation. Yeah. And, I mean, Pittsfield. I hear it's the Pitts. Aw, (laughs) da-dun-dun-dun. Palmyra was also home to James Springer White, who was the co-founder of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and Andrews University in Michigan. Yeah, okay. Weird. And also, as we know, small towns make for great accounts of homegrown horror. Do-do-do-do. First and foremost, I want to talk to you about the Martin family. Eric and Shelley Martin moved into a large farmhouse in Palmyra in 2006 with their daughter Chelsea. Mm -hmm. After Eric was unable to continue working, he ended up disabled in a workplace accident. 
What, what did he uh, do? I know? believe he worked at a paper mill, which oh, wow. one I am not sure. There, a lot of the details before the Martins moved to Palmyra are kind of foggy. Hmm. We do know that Shelly is from the area. Mm -hmm. She found the farmhouse, and she ended up taking a job that allowed her to be closer to home so she could be there to support Eric. So Shelly is from Maine, from yes. the area. So they were, were they oh, from away previously? Were they it, away? That I don't know. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, in the episode of Paranormal Witness, Eric definitely sounded like he had, at the very least... A New England accent. Okay, so like... Leaning towards Mena. Okay, okay. Mm, you know, all right. That is just my perception. <laughs> so probably Mena's for life, you know. Mena for life. Mena for life. <laughs> Eric was raised in a hunting family, and he wanted to move his gun collection with him to the new home, but Shelly wasn't a fan of having them around the family. So they met in the middle, and with... His son Sean's help, Eric, set up a lockbox in the barn, yeah. which would allow him access to his firearms for hunting, but could give Shelly peace of mind knowing that they were not in the house. Do you need several guns to hunt? Like, I don't know anything about I know hunting. nothing about hunting, yeah, <laughs> so like... I can't tell you. My grandfather is really big into guns. He uh -huh. collects, um, and so... He could probably answer that question for us at a later date. It makes, but it just he makes does like, it, uh, and I, I think maybe you might for different things, like if you do bird hunting or if yeah. you do deer hunting, bear hunting, etc. You may need a different caliber gun. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but like, also, it, it almost makes it sound like okay, there's a lot of. Guns. I don't know how many. <laughs> it's they, like is there an AR-15 in the mix? <laughs> I need this for hunting. Yeah. I just know that it was enough. That Shelly was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. The family lived a relatively normal life in Palmyra. Up until some weird occurrences started changing their lives pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. The following story that I'm about to tell you is based on the recollections of the Martin family as told on episode 9 of Paranormal Witness from season 3. Mm-hmm. The first occurrence on the farm happened one clear night while Eric and Shelley were drinking coffee on their porch, which was a ritual that the two kept when the weather was nice enough for them to actually sit outside. That's nice. Yeah, it's a nice little... Yeah. Especially since they have, like, a lot of land, so they probably have great access to the stars. There's not a lot of light pollution. It's a very rural area. Yeah. Overall. It's really... It's interesting because as I was watching this and listening to, like, listening to the story... The first time Allegra and I listened to it, actually, was on a YouTube video, uh -huh. and Allegra just said that she kept imagining her parents' farm. Oh, wow. So, uh, I it's 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 the sort of feeling like that is... we're both very used to, and we could kind of see ourselves there, which is why she was like, fuck this story. <laughs> like, a, just a house in the middle of, like, open fields surrounded by just dense woods. Oh, yeah. So, That's what very... it looked like to me. Okay. I couldn't find the house exactly. They know none of the sources that I had gave the address, which is probably for out of respect for whoever lives there now. Mm-hmm. But that's sort of what a lot of the farmhouses in the area looked like. I did look on Realtor.com. <laughs> and a lot of them are actually quite nice. Ooh. But that's sort of, yeah, that's what we're dealing with. Like, beautiful, open area. There's woods. It's all there. It's I all could, there. I could find this place, is though. 
I could reasonably find this place, right? Reasonably, probably. Look forward to that on the Patreon, boys. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Stop it. I'm gonna go fight a werewolf. Oh, boy. The night was like any other until the couple saw strange lights in the distance beyond the tree line. They noted how they would pulse and flicker almost as if in patterns. <laughs> they weren't really sure of the cause, so Eric and Sean went to investigate. They didn't find anything. The family assumed that it was either a hunter, maybe a poacher. They thought it was a little weird because if it's a poacher, they don't want to get caught. Why are they flashing lights? So then they were like, okay, hunter, that's what it is. End of story. And they tried to forget the incident. It was at night, you know. They might not be able to, like, see what they're doing at all. Reasonable. Could be. Could be anybody. Just completely. And that's what they thought. They're, like, completely reasonable. If something comes up, then we can report it. If, like, they're like, oh, there are poachers in the area. You can be like, well, we saw this. Maybe that's what's up. Right. You know, just file it away. Nothing big. The second occurrence happened to Chelsea and her then-boyfriend, Nathan. They are actually married as of the episode. I just want to... They did not... I said then-boyfriend, but they are now married. That is what the then is for. Congratulations, (laughs) you two. Where can we send the flowers? Why didn't we get our invite? We won't hold it against you. Why weren't we invited? We're looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) So Chelsea and her boyfriend, Nathan, they were out with the family's two dogs... They were walking through the woods and they had let the dogs off the leash and the dogs kind of ran in this really strange trajectory. And so they followed them to what appeared to be a perfectly circular hole dug in the ground. Just a, a pit? Just a... The way that it looked in the show looked more like a burrow and it was sort of like you could... Think of, like, in Alice in Wonderland, how it's not, like, directly in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, like, in the hole of a tree. Yeah. So it's sort of, like, going diagonal into the ground. Okay, so it's a... Okay, I know, I know what you mean by, by the burrow or it's, yeah. like, raised land or whatever, but it doesn't seem... I'm imagining a big hole in the ground from what you're describing. And that's what's interesting is they say big hole, but the show very clearly shows, like, a burrow. They didn't have time to go... F- dig a hole they were like dig here's a, a burrow right here dig a hole <laughs> dig, dig a hole dig a hole dig a hole, dig a hole. only 90s kids will get this that... reference <laughs> 90s kids that had cable <laughs> yeah, yeah fair, fair. nathan noted that it looked like it the hole was dug carefully most likely by hand okay and the reasoning for that hmm. was because of how perfectly round it was. It looked like it was very deliberate and not like some animal dig, 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 dig. Okay. It looked like it had been clean. Sort of like, yeah, yeah I intend this to be a circle. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they left the area pretty quickly. <laughs> well, they didn't look into, they didn't look in the hole? In the, see, in the reenactment, they did. Okay. See, this is also what's fun, is there are reenactments. That I, I can that. tell you about. So yeah, they're in the reenactment. Like Nathan's like looking in the hole, and he's like, and she's like, no, let's go, let's go. Did and they? He's like, but wait, and she's like, no, let's go, let's go. I love that. Did they use um, actors yes. for the reenactment? Okay. Yes, they did. Cool. Yeah, uh, especially since, like since Chelsea was much younger when this happened versus. Mm. Oh yeah, that would make sense. The, yeah, yeah, the the show was filmed in 2013. Oh, quite a bit this, of span. Yeah, and this happened in 2006. Okay. So, very obviously, she has aged. Quite. All of them have aged a little bit. So, they leave the area. They take their dogs. They're like, okay, bye. <laughs> Let us leave. 
these two things alone would have given me the creeps. If this oh, if sure. these things happened to me, I'd be like, mm, hmm, hmm, I would. Hmm. I think I would just have a lot of curiosity about this hole. I would actively look at the hole, look in the hole. Would you go in the hole? I don't know if I'd go in the... Yeah, I probably wouldn't go in the hole. I would want to know what's at the bottom of the hole because it's like, okay, it looks like someone dug this. Like, is it just a random hole in the ground at the bottom? I think I would also be concerned if I was like, this is on my land and it looked like somebody dug it. I would... My first thought when seeing, hearing hole in the ground, sinkholes. That's my first thought initially. I don't know if sinkholes are a thing in Maine. I don't think they are. Um, Because what I was thinking is if they're on the line of poacher, maybe it's a trap. Might be a trap. That makes sense to me. That makes more sense to me, actually. So I would be a little freaked out being like, there are people on my land. making traps on my land. On my land. Not a big fan of that. Especially if you own two dogs and your dogs went towards that hole i'd be yeah. concerned i'd be like a you're breaking the law but b you're putting me in potentially or what if some you, of my what if, what family if you in even danger. just want to walk around yeah you're land at night and you fall in the fucking hole <laughs> that you didn't build yeah exactly it's like jackass so nice. yeah so i get the creeps being like okay somebody's on my land fucking with me fucking around but the climax of the story is yet to come <gasps> i have yet to peek yes <laughs> It was Memorial Day weekend, and Eric and Shelly were cozied up on their porch for coffee. It was a very quiet night. Cute. Chelsea was asleep upstairs. And the one weird thing that happened uh-huh. was when they tried to put the dogs to sleep for the night, which the way that they described it, the dogs would sleep outside. So they tried to put the dogs to sleep, and they were like, <laughs> no, let me in the house. <laughs> so they're like, Interesting. Good odd, okay. but okay. So... The dogs convince them to let them sleep inside. Put a pin in that. The cat really wants in. He's been meowing this entire time. <laughs> He's now pawing at the door. Should we let him in? Yes. Okay. Okay, now we have a cat in here. Yeah, I actually, we're actually not sure anymore where he is. He's under the costumes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see him poking around. He is a costume cat. He is a costume cat. That's where he likes to be. Uh, this is Binks. He is adorable. He's a little black cat, and he's a mischief maker. He's a mischief maker. Yeah, enjoy this. I don't think I'm going to bring one with me on uh, future records when, I have, <laughs> when we have our own place. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please, no. Then there won't be anyone to babysit him while we record. (laughs) Put a pin in the fact that the dogs are like, don't want to be outside. Yeah. The couple decided that things were a little too quiet, so Shelly actually started using her flashlight to kind of look around. Interesting. And she couldn't really find anything. Eric actually then felt there was some unseen danger. He couldn't explain why he felt that way, but he was like, okay, can, can we go inside? Like, I don't hmm. want to be out here anymore. It was then that they noticed five pairs of eyes looking in their direction. Ooh, it's fucking. So fucking the way spooky. that they described it was they saw three, and then another appeared, yeah. and then another appeared. Total five. But Just they kind sort of, of like faded in. Yes, like they were then able them. to notice them. That is spooky. Even if it's just, like, animals, you're outside, and, like, they're looking at you, and there's a group of them. Yeah, it's a little Even if it was, like, coyotes, I would be like, no, I'm I'm fine. I would literally um, just probably initially just chalk it up to, like, some 
deer or something if it's like five of them yeah. they're just kind of standing and looking at you my first thought is deer you know because yeah. they just just stand and that stare is at you. true and they are in kind of yeah whatever it was these things were mm-hmm. Shelly and Eric did not want to stick around and it, seeing this convinced the two of them to get the hell inside Eric then tries to convince Shelly hey let me go back out I'm gonna go into the barn and get a gun keep in mind he is currently disabled he's moving much slower than he normally would and also the barn is padlocked and then he would also have to get into the lockbox so they're really sketched out by these eyes looking at him oh he totally just, he just thinks okay i need to get some kind of gun or yeah he's like I, f- I don't know if we're totally safe here in the house i would rather have a gun there must have been something else about more than just a pair of eyes looking at you to make them feel uncomfortable i get that they just didn't have a good feeling it was too quiet I guess that's enough to tip you off that it might be at least a predator, you know? Right. And there are typically other animals in the area, and mm-hmm. they this is something they do frequently, and something just was off. Yeah. Well, that's a good... Well, when you're walking through the woods and there's an indication of, is there a predator near you, the forest will get quieter all of a sudden. Birds will stop chirping, and you stop kind of hearing animals skitter about. Yeah. they're picking up on the sun, usually. Yeah. So I think that that's definitely... One of the reasons why they didn't think deer, I think that their initial thought is this is a predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Shelly disagreed with him and begged him not to go outside. Mm. She goes upstairs to check on her daughter. She wakes her up and is like, can you look at this? Like, are, 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 am I seeing this correctly? Uh, it was really funny because in the reenactment, like Chelsea, the teenager, she gets up, she looks outside, she sees these weird figures moving and she's like, cool. And goes back goes to sleep. <laughs> Typical millennial. <laughs> and the way that they described it was like, she was just, she was like woken up out of a deep sleep and she wasn't registering it. Oh yeah. I've, I've done that. Emily can testify waking me up in the middle of the night. I sit up look at her, respond, <laughs> and then go back to sleep and she'll be like, hey, do you remember this thing? I'm like, no. It's no. <laughs> <was> not awake. <laughs> it might have seemed like I was awake. I was not present. <laughs> no, not here. So Chelsea was completely unfazed. She goes back to sleep and Shelly keeps looking out the window and she sees that she's able to start seeing the figure behind the eyes. They're oh, okay. very large and one of them moved onto its hind legs. Ooh, okay. And she's like, what the hell is that? Whoa, yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking Because, yeah, freaky. at first they're kind of, like, on all fours. But then it stands. It's not, like, rearing up. It, like, it stands up. Sounds like a bear almost. You know? And that's the that's something that we'll get into later. Mm. Shelly's, so Shelly's upstairs. Eric decides to test his luck and wants to try and get to his car. Okay. So he goes outside and unfortunately he sets off the motion sensor light, which draws the attention of these creatures. Okay. And he immediately is like, I need to get back to the house. But he already knows he's moving very slowly. And... Something that happens is as one of them comes near him, it seems to not like the light. Hmm. 
So he is able to, it sort of like flinches away from the light. He uses that to get to back to the house. Unfortunately, then he tries a second attempt at getting outside. <laughs> Why? He already has the gun, right? No. Oh. So he tried to get to the car. Oh, he was going to try okay. and drive off to get help. I should gotcha. have said that specifically. But so he goes back. He's like, no, 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 no. I really want to try it again. It, it seemed like it didn't like the light. If I can set the motion sensor light off again, they won't come near me. Womp womp. Um, what, a, what a bold, like... <laughs> womp womp, uh, that doesn't work. And he, when the light does go on, he realizes he is surrounded. And so... Oh, so he goes outside again and he, the light goes off and he's, he's surrounded? Like when it turns on, he's okay. then able to see the shadows around him. Oh, no. And he's like, okay, okay, bye. Yeah. Unsuccessful. Can't get to the car. Can't get to the barn. No guns. No, no guns. So he gets back inside. Shelly's a little pissy and is like, I fucking told you not to. You're fucking stupid. And then he's probably like, would you let me keep the guns in the house? What's <laughs> your <be a> problem? <laughs> so Shelly attempts to call 911. Shelly attempts to call 911, but the operator insisted that it was most likely regular wolves, bear something like that Mm. and she's desperately trying to be like no like we don't know what they are they're very large i think that they'd be able to break through the the windows i do not feel safe and they're just like lock up hunker down for the night and you'll be fine i got a question about Mm -hmm. at this point their feeling about these creatures uh kind of so you got our friend surrounded eric um did he think they were on their hind legs or just kind of just larger, you know? I don't think he really said. Okay. He just saw, like, the shadows. Didn't really specify. Yeah, they were, yeah he knows that they're big. And I feel like I, I also would probably just have shit my pants. Right. <laughs> he said the, the shit was scared out of him. Yeah. He was like, yeah. fuck. Like, you think you're dead in that moment. I mean, yeah, no, if I was perceptually like the, no matter what it is a pack of bears just surrounding you in, in that moment yeah that would scare the shit out of me too oh fuck yeah <laughs> no it's like I'm, i am going to die right now this is yes this is the end goodbye but also very strange because he's just kind of they're affected by the light obviously so he knows that so if these were bears they would have killed him already you know mm-hmm. and if they wanted to Absolutely. And that's the other thing that they were mentioning is like it felt like they were taunting them, kind of. Mm. And like meticulously hunting them. It wasn't just like it was going for them, it was like trying to corner them into the house. Oh, wow. Just kind of messing with them? Yeah. Or these. So they're little pranksters. <laughs> okay. So nobody, nobody believes them. Oh, we were talking about uh, did he notice if they were on the hind legs or not? He did not. He did not notice. Unable to get help from anyone, the couple gathered up their daughter and attempted to wait out the night, mm. armed with only knives. Ooh, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Through the silence, they could hear growling and skittering from outside, just beyond the windows. The reenactment also has this really strange dream sequence where morning comes and Shelly's looking around and the werewolf comes through the window. <laughs> that obviously did not happen. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. just a dream sequence. That's funny. <laughs> morning comes. 
The creatures vanish with the darkness and leave only clues behind. Fur, scratches to the facade of the house, and footprints. Like, big bipedal footprints. Big bipedal footprints, okay? Like, big old, like, long feet? Long feet with clues. Like, you can tell where the claws were digging into the... Meaty claws? Big meaty claws. (laughs) Nothing gave the family any definitive answers. They had fur, though. Yeah. Can they get that tested? I'm not sure if that was just made up by the show. It's gotta be <laughs> but made like up. that's what they like picked out big things of like tufts of fur and <laughs> make it a little more uh, dramatic. Yes. So I'm starting to get some some uh, pictures here. Then be you're you're about to maybe let me know that maybe not all of this happened. Maybe some details were uh, added to this story. I'm Stephanie. Unless you've been living in a cupboard under the stairs, waiting for the owl post, then I'm sure you listen to podcasts. Heck, you're listening to one right now. You should join me and my whole macabre family as we tell you tales of the haunted and spooky, the gruesome and kooky, UFOs and cryptids and everything in between at the Macabre Family Podcast, out now on all listening platforms. Well, first off, the family ends up moving from the farmhouse. And eventually they get in contact with Linda Godfrey, who is an author that focuses on cryptids, but mainly dogmen. And she... Dogmen? Yes. Okay. What is a dogmen? They're werewolf-ish. They're werewolf adjacent. They don't get the full classification as werewolf. They're like... Uh, were dogs. I'm not sure if I think maybe the the distinction is werewolves specifically like turn from human to werewolf, and maybe dogmen are that way all the time. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. I could have done more research. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd need to. <laughs> <laughs> so Linda Godfrey tell retells the family's story in her 2012 book Real Wolfmen: True Encounters in Modern America. Oh, okay. Which does have pretty good ratings and reviews. So I may. Yeah, because the public's always right. (laughs) That was when the family was approached by Raw TV Productions and Mark Lewis, who is the producer, to appear on Paranormal Witness. That's cool. This is a post from Shelley in the Facebook group Dogman Mystery. Ooh. They were right outside the bedroom wall. Their noises were guttural and sounded as though they had a form of communication. If you go to the post-interview on their site which was done two weeks after the show, I say things completely different than what they showed, such as the beasts didn't bang or hit on the house and so on. I did, however, learn a few things. Not those ridiculous things that they made up, but other things that Eric did that I had no idea that he had done until I heard his interview. They were here from London for a full week and we each had at least one day of interviewing with their crew, some of us more than that. But one thing Mark asked me was, how did you feel when Eric went outside the second time? I matter-of-factly stated, he didn't do that. Then they showed me his interview, and I literally cried. My poor friend Linda Godfrey, she called me right up when she saw the sneak peek because some of her other friends and fans were mentioning her book didn't discuss what they were showing. Little did we know that when the show came out, there would be so many embellishments, which diminishes the fact that these beasts and the whole ordeal can happen. People are not dumb, and some of the things that they did just didn't add up. Linda, on the other hand, sent her transcript to me and made me 
approve every little single detail beforehand. She treated it respectfully and scientifically, and she knew her stuff. I heard her as a guest on Coast to Coast, and the rest is history. Some people blame Eric and I because of the way the poor... Uh, some people blame Eric and I because of the way that paranormal put the order of events and embellished. But if you listen to what Eric and I have to say, we never mention knives, werewolves, banging, or that they were five feet from Eric's face. And where the heck was the farm pond? That was an important piece of the event. That's where they hung out. So just from this little thing, we can see that there's a lot of stuff that was embellished. They didn't arm themselves with knives. No. He wasn't surrounded by them. They okay. didn't actually cut and scrape and bang on the house. So, okay. Okay, they never surrounded them. So that was a big part, part of, like, my question is, like, if he has a good look at them. I don't think they got a good look. I think these are. <laughs> yeah because she saw or them other animals yeah because yeah, she saw them on their hind legs they could be bears i think that the if you look and maybe it looks more svelte than a bear it you could be like it looks wolfish or human in shape but they are big they could be bears yeah or <laughs> aggressive deer <laughs> that's also not to say that wolves like actual wolves are fucking ginormous yeah. Not coyotes. Yeah. Wolves. Actual wolves are fucking huge. Like, I could see if somebody just sees five wolves staring at them from the dark. Wolves can also, like, stand on their hind legs briefly. So it's very possible that maybe out in the wilderness, because I don't believe that there are any, many, if any, wolves left in Maine, because I believe they were hunted. Almost to extinction in Maine. That's why I'm thinking like more bears because yeah. there are bears around here. Exactly. So what exactly are these creatures? They are known as the wolves of Palmyra. Are they true little wolves though? Are they? Are they? Probably not. To be fair, Maine has supposed werewolf activity dating back to 1857 Ooh. with a mailman being deftly hunted by a pack of wolves outside of bangor that's not werewolves <laughs> no listen okay deftly hunted De as if oh, like okay. they were going after him specifically i mean they like yeah <laughs> he's a guy by himself wandering around the entire but no, time like people were like this definitely seems like they had an agenda they had a plan this is what they were gonna do then wolves again, are smart wolves are smart dogs th are smart i think this mailman's not giving uh, the wolves enough credit it's yeah. like yeah they're gonna catch your ass you're not that fast <laughs> In 2006, the same year that the Martin family was terrorized by the creatures, a body of an unidentified mysterious beast was found in Turner. Oh, I know this shit. And in 2013, a photo was captured on a trail camera of another large beast in Wayne. All of these sightings and occurrences, including the one in Bangor, they happened within an hour's drive of Palmyra. Hmm, interesting. So... Maybe a string of weird-looking creatures. The Turner Beast, did you, like, get a picture of that? Did you see that? I didn't see the picture of the Turner Beast. I saw a picture of the one from Wayne. Turner Beast is, like, just an ugly dog, I think. Aww. It looks like it's just a dog with a lot of inbreeding, honestly. Aww. He's got big bug eyes, 
And he's got like really oh, messed up jowls. Doesn't oh, look very then that's cool. Super and he's not possible. that big, also. He's not that, big. And also, if you have a long haired dog and you don't like take care of it, it could end up all. It wasn't really a long. Funky looking. It wasn't really long. Then look it up because it just looks weird. Okay, let me look. We're looking it up. We're, We're looking, looking it up. up. <laughs> I'm never sure. Like yeah, this thing. I'm like, like never sure what's what is enough. That looks like a dog. Yeah, so it got like oh, it smacked by a car. Oh, so sad. Yeah, see, not that's that a, big. That's a doodle. That's a golden doodle or a puppy doodle. Puppy doodle. It's not that big. It's got black fur, and people are like, "Oh, look at the look at the eyes." It looks so. It looks sad. like a it looks like a dog that's been hit by a truck. So. They say it main monster. It actually, you know what it kind of looks like? It looks like. It looks like a bear and a dog had sex. <laughs> I think it just looks like an inbred dog. Yeah. Like, it looks like a very ugly dog. <laughs> That's Maine's history of werewolves and the very... Now I'm sad because its face looks so sad. Yeah, well, you got hit by a truck. You'd be sad, too, if you got hit by a truck. You mentioned this large... You gotta go bury it in the pet cemetery. <laughs> Give me one moment. Yeah, right. It'll come back even. It wasn't the same. <laughs> it wasn't the same. Yes, what were you going to say? I was asking about this Beast of Wayne, this large trail cam beast. Yeah, that one, it's it's in black. Have you seen, you know what trail cam footage looks like, right? Yeah. It's like all fucking washed out. And mm-hmm. they're like, what do you see? Bangor Daily News was like, what do you see? And I'm like, eh. It's a bear. <laughs> it doesn't. It definitely looks more dog-like. It looks like a deer is being chased by something. Interesting. But I can't quite... It could just be a bit... Dogs get big. <laughs> I gotta... Why can't trail cams have, like, better footage? Yeah. You know? I definitely think that this family was terrorized by some sort of animal living creature thing. Yeah. I definitely think that th- that they had a very bad night. <laughs> And I don't want to, like, you know, poo-poo on their, you know, what they experienced through this. But, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm naturally skeptical. I don't think there's any yeah. creature or, like, weird thing we don't understand. I'm sure they were stalked by something. Something. Well, but... that's the thing. is I definitely think whatever happened to them happened to them. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's very difficult to find information about this. And it's, it's not, some, like, it's not, it's not even on the Wikipedia for Palmyra. Mm. Like that sort of thing. It's very not there. Yeah. The places you can find it are, there are a lot of podcasts about it. There's a couple YouTube videos. There's this TV show. There's their retelling in the book. And a couple posts on forums. Mm-hmm. The family doesn't really seem to talk about it a lot outside of these two official sources. Mm. that they they've given their their testimony to except for um shelly going onto this facebook to sort of answer people's questions and people had a lot of questions they were like you know tell us more like what how much is true like what was embellished because we all know if you're like those shows are definitely going to be embellished oh for sure you know any any if your production company is called raw tv (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you're gonna go with journalistic integrity (laughs) absolutely not i would also like to note 
Stephen King does have a werewolf novella. Fuck yeah! That does take place in Maine. It is called Cycle of the Werewolf. It takes place. Uh, it it um, does take place in a fictional town in Maine called Tarker's Mill. It was released in 1983, and it was adapted into a film, Ooh. Silver Bullet. Oh, very cool. So if we ever feel like we're in a wolfy mood again, we can always visit Maine's past, present, and future of werewolves with Mr. King. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be and so down. that is the story of the Palmyra Wolves. Oh man, this is really uh, I like I really like this just because of the witness aspect to it, and um, I want to be very respectful of what they're saying they believe is true. I don't want to say like my first instinct, of course, is to say yeah you're lying, um, but you know if they're je- I didn't see these videos, I didn't see the interviews. I'm sure you felt some sense of uh, you know gen. It felt genuine to me because also because I am very I know that sort of living on a dead end road, and it could be very spooky. It is very spooky, especially like at night. Even just the coyotes. Coyotes aren't probably aren't gonna fuck you up that bad. Not but out here. Not out here. No. no, but they sound very foreboding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For when sure. there's a pack of them just out in the distance, quite foreboding, and you're just sort of like. No, I mean, I, I, in Connecticut, even I was in a very rural part of Connecticut and you know, a lot of people don't think Connecticut's not rural or maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway, I was in a very rural part of Connecticut uh, growing up and yeah, we would have a lot of coyotes wandering around our property and I would have a dog. uh, I had a dog and taking them outside every night or walking them around. We'd get to a point where it's like, Oh, it's gotten really quiet all of a sudden, and I'm starting to hear something over there, so let's go inside. You mentioned the dog. I totally forgot to bring the dogs back up. Right before she called the cops, oh, she, yeah, like, the dogs. she like went to try and find the dogs. The dogs hid themselves. They hid? They hid. These oh, are hunting shit. dogs. Oh, shit. They hid. I totally forgot to mention that. I'm a twat waffle. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, she tried to, like, that was something that she very clearly was like, I was like, if they are freaked out, I should be freaked out. Ah, uh, I don't know. Dogs. Hunting dogs? What are they hunting? Birds? Foxes? Beavers? Deer? Bears? Deer? Moose? Well, I mean, I don't know if they're hunting bears. I don't know if they're hunting... I'm just saying bears because Allegra's dad has hunted bear before. Yeah. So that is something that people do here in Maine. Yeah, no, he's a man's man. He's a real American Maine man. <laughs> Hunting uh, bears. He almost got fucked up by a bear once. Seriously? He, yeah, He so he was, he had a bear in his sight and then he heard something from behind him and he turns and there's a bear coming at him. Oh, shit. Which alerts the <laughs> other bear. Yeah. So that bear starts coming at him. You're only supposed to shoot one. But I gotta shoot he two showed, now. He shot both, and when he went to uh, register the kills, they were like... You know, they were coming eh. at you. You're yeah. Gonna, it's like you, you had the choice of shooting one bear and dying or shooting both. And, yeah. Oh, no, I need to... <laughs> need to follow the rules <laughs> i'm a stickler for the, for the rules. rules i will die for this policy 
But yeah, I mean, actually, I don't even know if you would use a dog in hunting a bear. Now that I think about it, that just seems like a oh, bad that time. bear would fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a bad time. You have one bear and one less dog. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Take back everything I said. I, I I said it before. I'm not. I am not a hunter. Never was a hunter. I don't know how it works. <laughs> but also, if you got a dog that hunts bears, I want to meet this dog. Me too. Dogs gotta be I want to give it so many loves and kisses because it's a badass. <laughs> oh, you're such a good badass. You're such a good badass. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you... Th- so, you you think it's a bear. I think it's a bear for sure. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty well convinced at this point. It's like... It's definitely But would there be five bears whatever. hanging out together is my only thing. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, like a family of bears. You do realize that... Once the mama bear gets pregnant, the dad fucks off, right? Mm, maybe some wolves then. Yeah, that's my only thing is like typically it would be a mama bear and her two cubs. Yeah, she was mentioning that they got some like low guttural weird uh, growling kind of going around the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think maybe just some wolves then potentially. And like I said, it's not like... This is not that far north. Mm-hmm. It's only like an hour or so. It's an hour or so away from us. It takes me about like maybe two hours to get up there. Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's not super far north. Like I would totally probably believe wolves if it's like further up north where there's less people around. Mm-hmm. Like there's still quite a few people in this area. It's a small area, but there's still people around. So I don't know if we would just, there would be wolves and we just didn't notice. <laughs> That's like a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I guess the bear argument doesn't hold up. I don't know about this growling. It, it, it might be coyotes, honestly. Even that. But yeah, coyotes are super small. They're like the size of dogs. So yeah. they wouldn't mistake something that. Mm. And you also have to take into consideration like, somebody how do you put it how, how do you say in english um not the biology but just how you know some animals eyes shine in the dark and others don't like you'd have to also go through that and be like okay maybe they were mountain lions oh <laughs> mountain lions out here is that a thing i think so is it yeah i think so uh, i don't know about that uh, <laughs> at any rate whatever it is I'm not inclined to believe that it's a undocumented dogman species running around. Not a werewolf, not a dogman. Yeah, no, those things don't exist. So, <laughs> it's, it's an animal of some kind. Yeah, for sure. Cryptid, no, animal, yes. Yeah, yeah, just okay. kind of hanging out. Well, that's, for me, skeptic, yeah. you know. <laughs> I definitely, what whatever, like, it's hard for me to say, because, like, I really do think that this family went through something. Uh, yeah, no, they were terrorized, you know. Yeah. I think it's really funny that the daughter just went back to sleep. sleep. I it's know. Like, yeah, whatever. Chill, guys. Yeah. Going to bed. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe it was just some people playing a really fucking awful prank. I don't know. Like, on them. What? Why would they them. do Welcome that? Welcome to Palmyra! <laughs> Why would they do Yeah, they've been there for a year and a half. Why would somebody do that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Ugh. I really don't know. What do you you feel? What are your thoughts on this? That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Like, I really don't know because 
I, I mean, I've said too before, I am not, a lot of times I'm like, there is a realm of possibility that I think could be there. Werewolves? Meh. Big wolves? Eh. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm really undecided on this one. I just really think that something happened to this family. I think that something happened to them and it's kind of changed their outlook on life and... I, what it is, I don't know. They don't know. We can only speculate. Yeah. Sounds like time to investigate further on our Patreon. <laughs> Which does not exist yet. Doesn't exist yet, guys. Don't go trying to look for that. <laughs> does not exist. <laughs> well, I think if the people want it. I mean, I kind of want to go look. That's what people want. I want to go look at these big holes in the ground and uh, go fight the creatures from the I descent. I do want to know. I'm really interested in, in if the hole was actually a thing or if that was elaborate. Like, well, because the daughter was the one that found the hole. And she and her boyfriend were both on the show talking about it. Oh, okay. So mm. they found the hole. Yeah, again, like, again. And also the son know. just came in the next day and was like, hey guys, what's up? And they're like. No. <laughs> Don't make me sit through another night. And he's like, what the hell happened to you guys? We have to go now. No. <laughs> we have to sell this land. Exactly. Yeah, I probably, if something like that happened to me, I probably would be like, bye. Oh, fuck. I already yeah. had a hard enough time sleeping in the far at the farm because it's really fucking spooky when it's just you. Like, mm. it would be just Allegra and I. It's fucking spooky. No, I get it. It is spooky. Like, if you're on a big piece of land by yourself, and there are plenty of horror movies about, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah break-ins or whatever that's scary enough by itself, you know? Again, I don't know. Did I tell... Oh, I haven't told my break-in story yet. It was in the middle of the winter, and we're oh, on a dead-end road at the farm, and some drunk guy just was like, Hello! <laughs> Allegra's dad went downstairs and was like, Why isn't the door opening? Like, Allegra's bag had been flung against the door to the kitchen so when he pushes it open he finds this guy asleep in front of the freezer because it was the freezers on the bottom fridges on top both are open this guy is asleep on the floor he's pulled all of the drawers out and so there's silverware all over the floor he knocked over plants and he tried to make himself a sandwich. Like, he had all of the stuff out. Like, mayonnaise, bread, everything. And he was, wasn't able to get to it. <laughs> no. Yeah, so this guy... And so, like, his dad came upstairs to the third floor where we were and was just like, Did you guys invite someone over? We are like, no. <laughs> no. He's like, okay, I'm calling the cops. So it turns out this guy was really fucked up. He actually broke the door open and then fell through a window. Wow. And so there was, his blood was all over the kitchen. Oh, Jesus. Because he was just, like, feeling around. But he thought he was at his friend's house. Oh, boy. I feel bad for that guy. I think he, he was fucked up. But, oh, yeah, um, for sure. So that adds to my, A, farmhouses are spooky, rolls into you being like, horror movies about break-ins and spooky houses, and also, lock your fucking doors. I don't care yeah. that you're in Maine. Lock your fucking doors. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you have Lock a Maineism for me? <laughs> hey, hey, it's a Maineism. <laughs> yeah, great transition. I do have a Maineism for you. Um, and it was actually inspired from something you said to me today. 
You didn't even know that you were speaking a manism to me today. You got a piece of mail and said, oh, the beans catalog came <laughs> in. And I was like, beans? It's like, no, it's not a beans, a catalog about beans. I was like, uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, you guys say beans out here yeah. when you're talking about LL Bean. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, the beans. Uh, the other name for it apparently is the Bina. I've never heard it called the Bina. <laughs> it's gotta be some gimmicky shit from this website then. But uh, yeah, so the beans. Yeah, yeah we've we got the it, beans catalog beans. coming We're in. going up to beans. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, Emily said that. She said we're gonna go to beans this weekend. Oh, did she say beans? She said beans. I ignored that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to LL Bean. But yeah, we do call LL Bean beans, mm-hmm. and and it's interesting because LL Bean is quite popular. Oh yeah, outside of Maine, a- across the world, it's very sure. popular in Japan. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. What is it about Japan and like enjoying this kind of a uh, aesthetic? Yeah, the cat is scratching at the door again. By the way, it but... sounds really loud. I don't know if the mic's picking it up, but. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we probably are the only people who call it beans. Because it's almost, it's like, it's home. It's ours. We don't need the LL. We don't need to specify. We have one bean. It's our bean. It's the bean. The beans. We're going mm-hmm. up to the beans. I'm actually, yeah, I am actually going up to the beans this weekend. Get a picture with the shoe. And oh, put I do. it on Instagram. That's my new apartment, actually. Is the shoe? Yeah. There's also a shoe mobile. Or a bootmobile, sorry, bootmobile. Bootmobile. <laughs> yes, and that goes to it'll go to like different events and stuff. I'm assuming this is sort of along the lines of like the Oscar Mayer hot dog. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but no, definitely get a picture with the big boot. Oh, for sure. I and would then love also, to. there are a lot of other really fun things there. Get some pictures. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna get my. Uh, I'm gonna get some actual flannels. I'm feeling some flannels coming on. and uh, Emily wants to get some bed sheets as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what they're going to look like. If they're going to be plaid, that's fine. I just have to go whole hog yeah. on this main you, thing. You can get flannel <laughs> bed sheets. Okay, you can definitely pick that up. Oh, my God. I swear to God, this isn't a dog man trying to come in. What? <laughs> Oh my god, you are such a sweet boy when you finally We're almost done, he here. can stay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can get flannel bed sheets, which are very good. I can't personally do them because I get really toasty. Yeah. But if, if you are having a very long, cold winter night in Maine, you can toast up with some flannel. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. excited for you. You've been to Beans before. I've been to Beans once before. Um, kind of... I'd say like, I don't know, probably four years into our relationship. So it's been a while since I've been last time. But I'm excited to go there with the intent to actually buy things. Last time it was more of like a tourist attraction. Yeah, And I wasn't really paying attention because I was like, cool, you took me to a clothing store. (laughs) Did you get to stick your head in the little salmon thing? There's a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the little salmon domes. Yeah, it's very much like the same vibe you get at a Cabela's or a Bass Pro shop. But better. But better. I also heard, apparently, that if you bring, like, a Cabela's hat, you're wearing Cabela's hat into L.L. Bean, they'll, like, give you a free L.L. Bean hat if you give them your Cabela's hat. 
just throwing I'm not hard... going to go buy a Cabela's hat just yeah, no. to get a free beans hat. But just throwing hard shade over at Cabela's, I freaking love it. Hey, like literally... We're so close to We're finishing. We're so close. Just Yeah, just go under there. Stay there. <laughs> Don't move. So, yeah, I 10 out of 10, I prefer beans over Cabela's. Um, not just because I'm a Mainer, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'll probably enjoy L.L. Bean as well. Yeah. And I get to go uh, to Freeport. Is it a happening place, Freeport? Yeah, Freeport's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just spent a whole fucking week up there. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Okay, so... <laughs> I like Freeport. Check it out. Um, but the other thing that I highly recommend is go look at the slippers. Slippers? L.L. Bean slippers are chef's kiss. Oh, I bet there's some nice old fleece in that. Those bad boys. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I grew up because my grand- I would always wear my grandparents around the house. and mm, mm, They're amazing. I had I, a, um, yeah, oh my God, they're good. I had a, um, a thrift store fleece-like vest for mm-hmm. a little bit. And I wore it when I was a uh, clown at one point. I was working as a... Well, I wasn't working. I volunteered as a clown for uh, the uh, Special Olympics for kids. You were a clown? Yeah. I That's did balloon, really funny. Because... I made some balloon animals for kids and uh, entertained children. One kid... One kid... It was really adorable because I knew a little bit of Spanish. And one kid what like mentioned oh payaso and i was like oh that means clown and then i started speaking like broken gringo spanish to this kid and she was like loving it (laughs) i think it's really funny because there's another uh true crime slash supernatural podcast where the co-host also used to be a clown (laughs) they probably had actual clowning experience i did this for like a day which now you're doing that too (laughs) yeah 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 i mean that's been every episode so it's fine (laughs) uh binks is being an asshole so maybe we'll wrap our up our discussion about ella bean prematurely i could talk about it all day yeah yeah no binks wants some playtime now but uh what should we like leave off with the listeners here you know this is a big meaty episode big meaty wolves (laughs) big meaty wolves if your house is surrounded by five pairs of eyes, maybe don't go back outside. A. B. Lock your door. C. Don't let your cat in while you're recording a podcast. Yeah, I highly recommend <laughs> that as well, especially if he's just begging for attention. This is the most distracted <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to seem a little bit like, uh, they're not, not all there at the moment. That's what editing is for. <laughs> Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Homegrown Horror. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, homies. Thanks, homies. Bye. Hello, homies. My sources for today are Paranormal Witness, Season 3, Episode 9, The Wolf Pack, Dogman, Monsters Are Real, at blogspot.com, and Q106.5. Thanks for listening. You can reach out to us on our Twitter at HGHPod or on our Instagram at HomegrownHorrorPod. We hope to see you again soon.